What's up with this vanilla face? Uh, me and my homie Azamat just parked our slab outside. Please. We're looking for somewhere to post up our black asses for the night. So uh, bang, bang, uh, skid, skid, nigga. We're just a couple of pimps, no hoes. Hello and welcome to the third Sega Nerdcast. I'm Chris, the editor of Sega Nerds, and with me I have Graham, the associate editor, and as promised, we have Nathan, one of our staff writers on Sega Nerds. How's it going, fellas? Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, I want to tell you guys we got a great show for you today. Um, we have a lot of Sega news and rumors um, that has sprouted up throughout the week. Um, we'll talk about a classic Sega title that could be and might be making a comeback on the Nintendo Wii. Um, we'll talk about this, uh, the Sonic and the Secret Rings and Virtua Fighter sales numbers. We'll also talk a little bit about Virtua Tennis hitting the Xbox Live, the demo. Uh, we'll talk to you about what we thought about it, or um, you know, what we, we think about the game, if it sucks or not. We'll talk about that. Um, we'll also talk a little bit about what we're playing, and uh, we'll go into a little bit about last week's contest. Uh, but first off, before we go any further, I want to introduce you all to Nathan. Um, so Nathan, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, um, I'm a college student at the University of Texas at Austin. I'm studying journalism. Um, I've been a Sega fan since uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 1 on the Sega Genesis. Good man. And Sega's always been my favorite game company. Uh, I really like Sonic the Hedgehog a lot, even though the game series hasn't <laughs> been uh, so good the last few entries. But uh, I administrate the GHZ, stands for the Green Hill Zone. It's a Sonic the Hedgehog slash Sonic Team fan site. Mm -hmm. Uh, we've been around for a long time, so we've got our uh, 10th anniversary coming up in a couple months, actually. So wow, so that's, that's crazy. For a while. Especially for so, yeah. uh, you know any kind of fan site to be around that long. What what kind of plans do you have for your 10th anniversary? Um, I don't know. Right now, the site isn't too active. Mm -hmm. It's mostly based on the content that the creator um, has done over all those years. I just do the coding and okay. um, run the forums and stuff now. Hmm. But you guys um, just recently had uh, a, a, an art contest of sorts. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, uh, I ran an art contest on the site and gave away a copy of Sonic and the Secret Rings and some other Sonic games. Uh, I gave away over like $100 worth of stuff together. Mm. But it was pretty fun. We got a lot of good entries. Some stuff was really awesome. <laughs> some stuff was pretty uh And so you actually ran two separate contests, the one for the best art and one for the worst art, right? And yeah, some of yeah. that stuff is, right. is <laughs> I've never thought of Sonic in some of the ways that I've seen some of your, your users <laughs> draw him. And I don't think I'll ever see him the same <laughs> again, so it's kind of shocking. But you, yeah, yeah you have you. some interesting uh, people over there at the GHZ.com, that's for sure. Yeah, we're a fun place. Come check us out at the GHZ.com if you want. Okay, um, there you go, the GHZ.com. There we go, Nathan. Um, he's going to be with us um, randomly throughout... Um, our time on the Nerdcast, so just keep checking back for uh, you know for Nathan on here. Um, next, I want to talk about a little bit about what we did um, this week. Um, Graham, um, how was your week? And tell us uh, what you've been up to, Ooh, man. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, it looks like I could be demoted, maybe. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, I sort of do um, sort of a team leader role, but part time. Uh -huh. like, so when my supervisor's not there, I take over and do stuff. But right. apparently. Um, yeah, 
I'm still sort of judged on like how much I process. I'm meant to process money. I sort of still judged on that, and apparently my processing times like slip right down. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically, I'm under review. And uh, basically, because you haven't been working hard enough, is that is well, that, that that's what they think? <laughs> but uh, video, I'm spending most of the time doing team leader stuff. So screw them. That's well, you need to spend more time <laughs> processing money, obviously. <laughs> what what do they pay you for? Um, technically, I'm still paid for processing, <laughs> but th- there's no there's no one else there to do the team leader role. So really, it's sort of a bit gay. So what does the team leader role actually entail you doing? Well, I have to sort of set up work and stuff for people to do, and uh, do lots of paperwork and things like that, and uh, hmm. like send off. Um, sheets like fax sheets off and things like that which no one else does and yeah, so is there a chance that you might be leaving no um maybe <laughs> they, they, maybe they, there's they, another they, bank like across town that that might want your <laughs> services maybe I think I'll have to look around actually because uh, clearly my work sucks as you guys might well know from listening to other nerd costs <laughs> <laughs> yeah would, would this demotion though um also would it um include a uh, a, a pay decrease some sort of basically if my supervisor's away I get paid more but because I'm meant to be part time mm-hmm. like for the team leader role yeah. they don't pay me a full team leader's wage so normally uh, I just get a normal wage so basically if you if you did get demoted you'd just be getting the normal wage all the time yeah right? I wouldn't really be getting any less money really well that so, wouldn't be that big a deal it'd be less work for you yeah true yeah look on the bright so, side man Things yeah I guess better. so what what else <laughs> what else uh, have you been up to besides um you know the whole work stuff well i don't know <laughs> not not a lot of much else really yeah you know, work takes up most of my life right now so yeah, yeah not a lot to report that in that's cool Still. um nathan i heard that uh you're uh you just uh, returned from spring break right down in uh like the virgin islands or cancun jamaica right something like that uh no actually i uh I stayed at home and played <laughs> video games because I'm boring like that. Wow, that sounds like a pretty damn exciting spring break. Hey, I liked it. There you go. I guess sometimes it's fun just to take a break from everything and uh, go back to being able to play video games all day long like you were able to when you were a kid. Yeah, the thing is, yeah, actually, as a college student, I really don't have as much time to play video games as I'd like, so spring break was pretty nice. Yeah. That's cool. Um... This week was, uh, for me at least, pretty pretty damn busy, um, just with work and all this other stuff going on. But yesterday, or last night, uh, me, the wife, and a bunch of our friends, we went out to a murder mystery dinner um, out uh, at this club um, on base, and it, w- it was pretty cool. There was a, a, a comedy group from Denver who came out. Um, they were uh, pretty damn funny. You know, they entertained us, and... Um, Come to find out, it was the maid who who did it. So the maid killed the millionaire, and we were able to find out. So in what room with what instrument? Um, it was in the bathroom with the feather duster. So how do you what kill someone with a feather she duster? St- she broke it like in half and she stabbed him in the chest. And she was actually oh, what what happened was okay. Well, th- the millionaire died. Okay, so there are all these people who had claims to his his wealth um, and come to find out the son was going to inherit it all and that's who who was killed the son of the heir, of the the millionaire oh, okay and uh 
so come to find out, she was the illegitimate child of the millionaire. So she was the son's half-sister, and she wanted to get all the money to herself because um, the money was all the money was going to go to his last living heir. And so she <laughs> killed him so she could get all the money. That sounds like and, a soap opera. Yeah, it, it, but it was really good because they had a lot of funny characters, and it was it was pretty funny. And got to what, what, what character did you play? Or did you not play I one? didn't play a character at all. Oh, no. I was there. I was there as part of the audience. Okay, I see. Yeah, no. So, um, so and aside from that, up, what's that? You didn't get to dress up or anything. Um, no, I didn't. Just aside from my regular stupid wardrobe that I usually wear day to day. Um, but then, um, come to find out, this morning I go outside. And uh, my wife <laughs> asked me, uh, what's leaking underneath the car? And she's like, there's all this green stuff coming out. And I'm like, what? And um, I thought it was like uh, like Ninja Turtle ooze at first. But <laughs> turns out it was <laughs> turns out it was uh, a coolant coming from underneath my car. Um, so I'm going to have to try to get that fixed tomorrow. I tried to, to you know, do the manly man thing and try to fix it myself. And <laughs> it didn't work out so well. So... Basically, I'm going to have to take out. it. Yeah, I, I know pretty much nothing when it comes to to car repair or cars in general. Well, if you're cool I don't even know how they they really run. I know it's something that has to do with gasoline and air. Air. Like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, basically like that. Carburetors and spark plugs, batteries and tires. You're just I'll using words that you've heard before. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Okay, let's get at, get out of this. I don't think uh, yeah. I think we're boring people with with our rambling here. Um, let's get into some of the Sega news. Um, first up, uh, there's a new Knights rumor. Um, the official Nintendo magazine, um, based in England, I've never heard of this before, had a page uh, in, in their magazine that said that they're, they're going to have a world exclusive next month. And uh, here's a quote: "It says, step back in time as a classic game makes a long overdue return." Uh, what actually makes this interesting, though, is that if you look at the stars on the page, basically it's like um, it shows an image of outer space, and there's all these purple stars. Um, but if you kind of play connect the dots with them a little bit, you uh, form the outline of a pretty famous old school uh, Saturn uh, French or uh, yeah Saturn uh, Saturn game. And uh, what 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 would that be, fellas? What game? Well, I uh, think you already mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. Did I? Did I? No, I don't think I said nights. Anyway, yeah, okay. Thanks for playing along there, Damn it, Graham. Anyway, yeah, I did. Shit. Okay. No. Um, so it, it's it's nights, um, basically, and it actually um, some of the people at Go Nintendo they're the ones who I think first really reported it, um, but one of their uh, readers actually superimposed or photoshopped an image of one of the knights characters in. In the uh, within the outline, and it fit like almost perfectly. Um, so basically, that it has to be it. Um, but the the big question, though, is that next month is going to um, to come out in April. So a lot of people are thinking this could be the the big April Fool's joke. What do you guys think? Mm, it's kind of hard to tell because because with magazines they have like the the dates of sort of back tracks like so. The one that's actually just been released, it says the April edition. Yeah. Well, the April so editions always bit, come out in March, so they, yeah, they actually, a lot it's of a them... It's confusing. Yeah, a lot of them will have the April Fool's edition in March, which is just yeah. ridiculous, but... Um, so it's actually going to be, what, the, the May issue, then? 
Well, they always do it ahead of time. Because, yeah. like, I think the issue that goes on sale in March is generally the April issue anyway. Right. So. Yeah. Because, yeah. Well, I don't know. So, I mean, how often do magazines, like, get exclusives like this over... I mean, nowadays, yeah. it's usually leaked on the internet first. That's true. I, I find it a little hard to believe that official Nintendo magazine of all places has some sort of exclusive to a sequel that would be as huge as Knight's before anybody else. That's, that, that's a good point. Hmm. Well, unless, like, I don't know. <laughs> I just think because they're the official Nintendo magazine, maybe Sega had set up a deal with, like, Nintendo. But just only in Europe, right? Because yeah. it's not Nintendo power over yeah. here in the States. Well, I mean, we all know that the America is, is the biggest um, and best um, country in the world. So why, <laughs> it would it would have to be somewhere in America. No, uh, I I don't know. I I kind of agree with with you, Nathan. Though that um, it does seem kind of strange. So um, yeah. I I really think this is going to be end up being some kind of joke or something. And uh, I'd like to believe it's true, but I don't want to get my hopes up. Yeah, and so I mean, if it were true, though, do you think that this could be um, an actual a, a totally new game, or would it? You think it might be the uh, a, maybe. A, a virtual console title. Ooh. Um, oh, I've had rumor- that's a, actually a good yeah. point. I've had a rumor pointing out that it could be a virtual console title. Yeah. Yeah, cause, yeah we have the those Saturn rumors on uh, the virtual console thing. Those have resurfaced. That's right. Recently, and so so I, did, I didn't make that connection. Yeah, so I mean, this could very well be one of the, the first um, Saturn um, titles on the virtual console. And you know, to me, I I wouldn't care if if they if Sega just released Knights uh, on on the Virtual Console and let us use the Wii Remote to control the characters. I think that would be amazing. Uh, be even if they didn't make a sequel fully, if they just released the game on the Virtual Console, I think I'd be happy, and tons of other people would be as well. Yeah, I actually think that would be uh, preferable because the way Sega has handled a lot of sequels mm-hmm. recently and stuff, I don't know if they could do Knights justice with the sequel. Okay. Because Sorry, like, the game is so old now and... Um, <laughs> Were you drumming? What, what, what was it? What the hell was that? <laughs> no, oh, that was okay. just me typing. You type like a freaking okay. ogre, man. You got like bare hands or something. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no. I'm on my laptop, so oh, I'm leaving. Um, no, okay, so okay, you know, keep going on if you remember what you were talking about. Oh. Let's see what was I saying. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Crap, well, one thing also. Well, shit. You made so, me forget too. Damn it. All right, Graham. <laughs> fill in this dead space. Start talking. Okay. Um, so basically, yeah. There's a room about lights. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Come on, Chris. No, okay. You know what you're doing. <laughs> okay. Um, it was about. I don't think Sega could handle sequel. Okay. Yeah, that was my point because uh, the game is so old. It's like. Um, Something what, like 96? That, yeah. yeah. Am I right there? So it's been o- over 10 years, and um, most of the people, I think actually most of the people that want a sequel to it have have never actually mm-hmm. played the original game. Because it was on the Saturn, a um, fairly unpopular right. console here in America at least. And um, uh, Knights has kind of like attained this kind of ridiculous, yeah. um, legendary status of the perfect game that I think... Any but anything any sequel that Sega made would never yeah, live up definitely. to. Yeah, um, definitely. I guess I could try. Um, no. All the standards or um, 
expectations of all these fans and people exactly. that have never played the original. I agree. Yeah. But also, um, and this is actually what I forgot about a while ago, um, what, think about the, the poll that Sega put up earlier last week, was it? Um, and they're asking what, you know, what title would we like back, and Knights was overwhelmingly um, the number one choice that everyone... So it seems like there's a lot of different pieces moving um, in this, and it just seems like, uh, you know, like what, what you said before, um, there's the recent Saturn Virtual Console rumors popped up again. Now this, and then we had the uh, the Sega poll last week asking if you know what game we wanted. It seems like there's just so much stuff going on that um, you know where there's smoke, there's fire usually. Um, but then again, it's just if if it were to happen at any other point in the year, I would be a lot you know I'd be led to to leave it a lot more than what it is right now just because of the fact that it's going to be releasing sometime in April so yeah uh, the thing is I did think about though is that if anyone doubted um, this the the craziness and um, the rabid fan base that Sega still has um, just dangle the carrot that is Knights in front of them and then you know tell them that it was all a joke and and see what happens I guarantee you there's going to be tons and tons of, you know, just lashback at Nintendo Magazine if this is just all a joke. You know, yeah. they think they have some <laughs> rabid fans. Sega Sega has its own loyal and crazy fans as well, even still. Um, so, you know, uh, I've already, we, me and Graham already said that we're going to, um, you know, start writing mean emails to them, throwing bricks at their buildings, stuff like that. So yeah. That, that's, that's what we have planned. Um <laughs> So yeah, okay. So hopefully, um, it is, it, it, you know, it's gonna come through. Um, it would do us all a awesome, awesome favor if Sega were to release Knights. Um, e- e- either it'd be a sequel or on the Virtual Console, whatever one. But hopefully, it's not just a cruel joke that is gonna make all of us cry in our beds at night. So, next up though, we have um, Sonic and the Secret Rings and Virtual Fighter. Um, they they were released uh, February twentieth. Um, and the new NPD uh, sales numbers came in, and Sonic sold 63,000 copies, and Virtua Fighter sold 53,000 copies. Now, when you first look at those numbers compared to the rest of the numbers in the NPD sales numbers, they're not going to look that good. They didn't make the top 10. But the thing you got to keep in mind, though, is that it was released, both games were released February 20th, and that means that it was only available to get these sales numbers for only eight days. And I think when you put that in perspective, that you know it doesn't really seem that bad. I think the sales numbers are pretty strong, in my opinion. Uh, what yeah. do you guys think about that? Yeah, I'd have to agree. Considering you only had eight days, mm-hmm. it did seem to fly off the shelves. Well, I mean, it's no Halo or you know or Grand Theft Auto. No, none of those yeah. games are you know uh, you know like that anymore. But I still think that those are pretty impressive. And you also have to consider the PlayStation Two is um, no PlayStation Three. Sorry. It, yeah. Like um, hasn't got that many people owning it. So do they have they even sold fifty three thousand <laughs> consoles in the the United States yet? No, I mean that, that that that's a good point though, Graham, because they don't have that big of you know of uh, user install base yet, and I think to sell that many copies, you know, that's um, fifty three thousand for Virtua Fighter. Um, that's you know that's not too bad, and for Sonic though I don't know if that's um, if that's just the 360 version or the PS3 version or both put together. No, that's wasn't um, that just. For oh no 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 wait no, no, no I'm sorry no 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 yeah my bad I'm thinking uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 
you know, Sonic, it was on the Wii. My bad. Um, <laughs> but the one thing I want to, uh, you know, ask you guys, what do you think are the chances of these, uh, either one of these games maybe breaking in the top ten next week or next month? Mm, next um, month? I reckon Virtual Fighter Five will only break into top ten when the 360 version's released, personally. You think so? Because there's, there's a bigger 360 user base fan, and by that time more people would have bought PS3s and more mm-hmm. Virtual Fighter Five would still be selling on that console. So I reckon more people would buy it then. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. going to have to probably agree with that, although it depends on when the 360 version comes out. Yeah, what about Sonic and the Secret Rings? Because, I mean, I don't think there's really any big um, Nintendo Wii titles coming out, you know, next month or, or between now and then. So do you think that uh, it has a pretty good chance of, of maybe squeaking in there at some point? Uh, yeah, I'd say that Sonic has a, re- has a really good shot at it. Because uh, okay. yeah. considering how well the Sonic games have all sold on the GameCube, like, mm-hmm. um, I think Sonic Riders was the number one best-selling GameCube title from 2000. Uh, 2006, I think. I want to say. Shit, I'm really? Sure. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I, I remember seeing it on a sales chart on IGN, and that just blew my mind. <laughs> wow, I, I had no idea. That's that pretty shows amazing. how so, yeah. poor some of the GameCube games were then. <laughs> really, <laughs> so, um, GameCube or Nintendo owners love Sonic still, so I mm-hmm. I say Sonic has a chance on the moon. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And uh, actually, yesterday I believe it was. Uh, Virtua Tennis 3 was released on Xbox Live, the demo. Um, have you guys had a chance to play that? And, you know, if you have, what do you think about it? Yeah, I, I got to play it for a, a good bit. Um, I found the characters seem to move um, slower or something. You think they're slower? Like, when they, they act, like, I don't I don't know about their running, but, like, when they go to hit the mm-hmm. ball and, like do sort of moves they just seem to take more time to do it okay so you mean actually like in hitting the ball like the the actual yeah it sort of made the game feel a bit stiffer hmm yeah from like virtual tennis you sort of feel like in virtual tennis one you're like running around really fast it's really fast play but this is more sort of realistic and they sort of right it does feel a little bit more of like a more simulation style rather than just a like an arcadey type game um yeah you know that the first two had um, but I think the, fir- the the biggest thing that stuck in my mind uh, and that I noticed when I first started was how ridiculously hard it was. Uh, what did you guys think yeah. about that? Did you have some of the same problems yeah. I did? I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah, the demo I found was it quite hard. definitely really, really hard. I don't... Yeah, I didn't actually beat the computer. <laughs> I kicked my ass repeatedly. It took me a good hour and a half before I actually won my first game. And so it... Yeah. Yeah. It might just have been set up as, I don't know, an AI match from, I don't know, one of the more advanced tournaments mm-hmm. or something. It could be. Yeah, that's what I was I thinking. imagine the, the real game cannot be that. But, I mean, would that be necessarily a bad thing, though, if it was that hard? Because what I found that I didn't think it seemed like the, the computer was really cheating or anything. It just seemed like it was really good. And so when he beat me, I... Well, one of the... No, go ahead. Uh, one of the main appeals in Virtua Tennis was it's, uh, just... The ability to just pick up and play and just yeah. start yeah. So I don't think starting the game about <laughs> that kind of difficulty is going to be very fun yeah. for most people. Yeah. yeah, I'm hoping it's just like they've got diff- like diff- different difficulty settings and they've just set it for a harder difficulty for the demo. Right. right. Yeah, or like in Tennis 2K2, mm-hmm. I think, you can uh, make your own um, 
virtual tennis player, I guess. And right. Yeah, you could do that. Different too. mini games and stuff, which we have seen uh, in videos. So. And uh, okay, what I did actually, because I've been playing it quite a bit over the weekend, um, and I decided to just play um, play both games, virtual tennis three and tennis two K two. Um, I'd play one, you know, one round or two of each game and just kind of go back and and uh, you know just to see what the differences were. And of course, I mean the the graphics. You know, between the two games were just ridiculous. Um, I was just really amazed by by um, just how much of a difference um, it was in that regard. Um, but also, like I said before, though the the two the games themselves, just the the style of the games are different. Like uh, Tennis Two K Two is more of an arcadey type game, um, and uh, Versus Tennis Three is more of a simulation. It takes seems to take itself a little bit more serious. And uh, yeah. Uh, what made you think that? I didn't really. really well, I think it's just because I think the players moved more realistically, um, just as far as how fast they ran um, and uh, and how fast the ball shot. Um, because what I noticed in tennis two K two was it was a lot easier to to catch um, to catch the the tennis ball um, once it's hit like far away from you. It seemed like all you'd have to do is press A and hold it down, and your your player would just kind of do its own thing and, and, and hit the ball itself. But in uh, Virtua Tennis 3, it seemed like you actually had to do more work on your own um, to get over there to it and, and, and do that. Yeah. And actually, also, in in uh, the original one on the Dreamcast, basically all you had to do was just hit the A button over and over again. And, you know, you just hit the top spin button, and you kind of could, you know, win your way through matches that way. But I noticed in uh, Virtua Tennis 3 that you actually had to, you know, vary up the, the hits and actually tried to um, to trick the the uh, the computer, uh, so you know that's where I, I got that um, idea from. Yeah. So, do you agree with that though, Graham? I, I agree with it. Yeah, but personally, I don't know if that's going to make the game more fun, like more appealing or yeah less appealing. Because um yeah, like um Nathan said that the beauty of virtual tennis, like the first two, is that it's so easy to pick up and play. That like almost anyone can like basically pick it up and play it. Right. But this could be for more sort of more serious gamers, really. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if that that would um, make it the sales affect the sales at all mm-hmm. or anything, or like maybe the review scores. Yeah, I don't know. I think it, it is going to be yeah. fun though, just to be able to when the full game comes out. Um, I think it's going to be fun to be able to play online uh, finally yeah. on a virtual tennis game and just be able to talk smack to your friends and. And whatnot. So I think it'll be fun. Um, what What are your guys' last thing? Your you know your final impressions on the game? Do you think that this is going to be a, a good game, a decent game, or do you think it's it's going to fail and it's not going to live up to what um, the previous titles um, did for us? I think it's going to be a good game. Um, there's nothing here that will suggest it's going to be a poor game or anything. Right. So it just depends on um, all the extra modes, I guess, because. Um, one of the things that's great about virtual tennis is like all the mini games yeah, and all the different stuff definitely. you can do. So if they've kept that up like properly, then um, it, I think it could like sell pretty well. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, the virtual tennis formula is something that's proven itself to be extremely successful before, and I don't think they're going to screw that up. Mm-hmm. And uh, as long as we've got four-player doubles matches, I'm happy. There you go. That's yeah. freaking awesome. Okay, so there you go. Um, I think we got pretty much a thumbs up from the entire um, Signers crew here. Um, so if you haven't yet, download the Virtua Tennis 3 demo, Xbox Live. It's only like 800 and 
49 megabytes or something like that so it kind of go, goes pretty quickly yeah I know but if you have a decent connection you'll, you'll be able to get it pretty quick and and you can uh, you know live out your frustrations by getting your ass kicked by Venus Williams too so um, <laughs> um, and Graham I wanted to ask you um, last week you promised us that you would get in contact with Sega Racing Studio um, ab- about the the rumor about them developing storm chasers so how did that go well um you did tell me to phone them however uh i didn't phone them. oh jesus uh but i did actually email them okay and uh yeah they haven't <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so uh sorry, sorry about that <laughs> at least you gave somewhat yeah. of an effort yeah you... but but i did also email um sega of europe as well okay um <laughs> did they get back to you it, they did get back to me. They okay, did. and what yeah, did they that, say? I, I got a, a good response from them. Um, basically, I was um, talking about Sega nerds to them and okay. stuff, and it could be possibly in the pipeline that we could probably get some um, review copies of games for the from Europe. Oh, that's cool. So that we could get some games early. So, <laughs> but he said he'll see what he can do. He he it sounded positive, basically. So that, that's some good news there. Okay. Well, okay. At least you did something then. Um, and I, and I'll go ahead and say it too. Um, I've actually been in contact with uh, Sega of America, the public relations division there. I've been working with them over the past few weeks or months, um, just to try to um, secure the Sega Nerds team with some some review copies as well. Because we want to, our goal is to try to review each game as soon as it hits each Sega title. Uh, we want to review each one, and you know, of course, you know, especially. Um, in March, there's going to be quite a few games coming out, and so it can get quite expensive for us if we're going to go out and buy each game um, just to review it. Um, so what you know, what we're hoping for is Sega can start sending some of those games our way. Um, and actually, I talked with uh, one of the public relations um, people over there, and uh, he said he's going to be sending me uh, what was it, uh, uh, Shining Force Exa, and I think they're also going to send uh, Full Auto Two Battle Lines on the PSP. So. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get those pretty soon, and uh, we can pump those reviews out. So we'll see about that, though. Uh, great stuff. Yeah, much success. Yeah. Um, now I want to <laughs> talk a little bit about uh, what games we've been playing this week, and uh, just from judging what you know what we've been talking to Graham for a little bit, it didn't seem ooh, like he's ooh, playing we, a lot, a lot many different games. There's, there's one thing we just missed out. What is that? The um the blog rehash. Oh, okay. Well, I thought we kind of talked a little bit about it um, uh, in the thing. Okay. is there anything uh, you want to talk about that though well I just I also wanted to comment on how annoying okay, it wait, is okay wait first um, explain what it is explain what it is to our listeners okay basically yeah I'll let um, you do this now I'm tired of talking you, you do some great. talking now. <laughs> last year at the end of last year sort of de- it was December time um, the rumour came out that there could be possibly knights coming for the um, the Wii like um, the, no sorry um, the Saturn there could be Saturn games coming on virtual the, console on the Wii for the for virtual yeah. console, and that was that was posted back in December last mm-hmm. year. However, in the last week, um, some one site um, posted up about mm-hmm. it, and they linked to the original article from back in December, but they made it sound like new news. So you can go ahead and, and say what site other, it was. It's, it's okay. Um, actually, can't remember <laughs> what it is. Well, now. Joystick was <laughs> one of the main ones. Yeah, the the one that looked a lot like of all the, the I think pretty much all the big blogs did. I think I don't know if Kotaku. Yeah. Did, I mean, no, I don't know if Destructoid did. I know Kotaku and Joystick did. Um, 
Uh, sorry, I just found out. Yeah, it's cr- there's a site called Crunchgear.com, uh-huh. and they seem to be the ones that seem to start the rumour. I'm not sure if they did, but they're the ones I found that originally um, linked to the original article. Uh-huh. But from there, all the other major blogs and like smaller blogs have all started picking it up, and they're reporting it like it's brand new information. <laughs> However, we, we, we ourselves reported it back in December. Yeah, that was a pretty long as time well. ago. And so like Joystick, who I'm pointing the finger at mainly here, they they started um, they released it as like it was new information, <laughs> and the thing that annoys me is how these websites they actually get paid for their articles. They're just rehashing old old yeah. information and making it sound new. So it's not very good for gamers. Right, and th- that's like, something I've noticed Joystick's done in the, in the past. Not something that old. I mean, that was I think we posted December twelfth, and so that makes it what like what yeah. three months old? You know, more than three months old. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of <laughs> silly. Um, but hey, if Joystick's going to start doing that, and other sites are going to start posting up old news as new news, um, I don't see why we can't start doing the same thing. And maybe we can start <laughs> posting up um, stuff like uh, Sega's building a new console named like the the Katana or the Black Belt. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. And so uh, who, who knows? So I mean, if if this is going to be a trend, in uh, you know, in the blog community, maybe we should get it on it too. Maybe, uh, maybe yeah. we can score some, some more traffic that way. We'll see. Yeah, I just wanted to point out how annoying it was. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I thought it was silly. And uh, I actually did, on Joystick, I posted our link in in their comment section um, just to see what kind of a reaction I'd get. And I haven't checked it today, but when when the last time I did check it yesterday, no one had, no one seemed like they noticed. Um, but uh, <laughs> it, it was just kind of silly, though. It, it's such yeah. old. If you go to all these forums as well, they've got it up on all the forums and stuff, like um, DCMU mm-hmm. forums. They're, they've started posting up about it, going, "Oh my god!" Like, um, like this new information about Assassin coming to the virtual console. But do you remember it making this big of a news though the first year. time, like around though? No, that's that's the weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember it either. I don't think people were talking about it that much. No, it's. Um, People are like, oh yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah, and now it's like, now it's oh my like gosh, we, look what we found three months ago. This is yeah. this, this is news back then. <laughs> but, hey guys, hey, um, uh, I just heard something though. Um, I heard that Anna Nicole Smith died. Oh God, do we have to talk <laughs> about that? <laughs> yeah, that's that's our we filled we filled our quota. We have to mention her name one time. That's corporate sponsorship right there. We have to mention her name one time, and uh, okay, we did it. So there we go. <laughs> Moving on now, let's talk about what okay. we've been playing this week. Um, Graham, Yay. if you're not going to interrupt me again, we'll get into this section. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yes, I, uh, I, a thumbs up for this section. Yeah, this, I know this is one of your favorite parts of the Nerdcast, so tell us what you've been playing, there buddy. Oh. What haven't you what been haven't playing? Been let's playing. just say that. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, what I have mm-hmm. been playing is um, Oblivion. Of course. Don't even get go into talk. Okay, wait, wait. What have you been actually uh, doing this week in in the world of of Elder Scrolls? In the world of Oblivion, I've actually been doing most of the Fighters Guild stuff mainly. Yeah. So nothing that interesting. But every time I play the game, something different happens. It's like a completely new experience. That's why I love it so much. That's. I mean, the way I've been playing it this time is just completely different to how I played it. Well, you just really. start over. So it's. it's yeah, yeah, like start a new character and like build every time you play I uh, build up the different statistics differently and stuff. So normally I go for like an archer kind of guy and this time I've like got a guy who can wield a huge axe and stuff and it's the g- the gameplay experience is completely different. Really? Cuz I can just run I can literally run through dungeons now just knock down the bad guys, but before I had to take my time and 
snipe at people and stuff. Hmm. And yeah, I just keep finding new things. I keep finding like new weapons and stuff which was never there before. Now let me ask you something because you you've probably put in how many hour, hours do you think you've put into Oblivion so far? Oh, I bet it rivals the, the uh, amount of time Nathan's almost put in a Fantasy Star universe. Uh, <laughs> I think I've had over a thousand hours. Okay, wow, that's, that's way serious? more than me. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> and I, I would believe you too, because every time I'm talking to you or see you online, it's always playing Oblivion. Now, let me ask you something yeah. though. What w- what would you you played it quite a bit, so you're probably a pretty good person to speak to on this. What would you change, or what do you think um, Bethesda could improve upon on Oblivion? Oh God, um, I personally think uh, the uh, there's one thing that I like. I'm going to compare it to Morrowind. Because okay. um, I played Morrowind quite a lot right. as well, and the one thing I loved about Morrowind was the fact that the universe was completely unique. It's like completely fantasy. Mm-hmm. So you, when you went into towns, you had these weird like plants and stuff. But um, Oblivion's more like a more realistic kind of affair. Yeah. And I quite I think I prefer the Morrowind style um, landscape. Okay. Like the trees and stuff that are all really weird. And, like you go into one town, and they've got like these sort of mushroom type things, which some of the houses are built on and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like there's a there's a big sort of um, building that's built into a tree and things like that. You have to run up the branches, right. and you don't re- you don't really get anything like that in Oblivion. Mm. And that's one thing I'd like to see return. Okay. That's what's now. Style. Now let me ask you one thing: Do you think that there's room in Oblivion um, for like an online co-op style um, feature? Do you think it could work? Oh yes, I reckon that could. I could reckon that could be. You think so? Personally, if that if they could pull that. Yeah, off. I, don't, I don't see. Even I mean, if, if it's just they a two can, player co-op, I think that would be. Yeah, good. I mean, just two player at, at a minimum, maybe just just to have two players in there, you and a buddy, um, just you know, th- I, I would think that'd be in freaking awesome. Storming dungeons and I think that would be amazing. Raping yeah. horses and killing women. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. That that's one thing that I can just off the top of my head, I think would make a really good. Yeah, that that would be one of the great things so to to make the game better. I guess so we don't have to ask you if you're going to get that expansion pack or not. <laughs> nah, that, that's definitely in the pipeline. I'm definitely getting that. Um, what else? Yeah, I'm going to move on now to uh, the other yeah. games. Um, yesterday, in fact, I picked up two new okay. games. Well, they're not they're not actually new games, but they're new to me because I've played them okay. before. Yeah. Um, Phoenix Wright for the Nintendo That's a DS. Good game. The first and or the second one? It's ah, oh, this is the first one. You got to start at the beginning, um, so yeah. I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the, the second one's actually only just been released over here in Europe, and I saw it and I thought maybe I'll get it, and I thought no, I'll get the first one, like because like you say, it's better to play the first good few move. games. And um, I have to say, I'm so impressed by it. Because really? <laughs> I wasn't sure what to think of it, and it's so much fun. For a text-based game, I think it's one of the most exciting sort of text-based games yeah, I've played. Yeah, it is a good game. I liked it. I got yeah. I got tired of it um, after uh, maybe the, the third or fourth um, oh, mission dude. or whatever. Damn it. Court case, whatever you want to well, call it. But, you know, it was fun yeah. while I played it. I liked it. Yeah, I, I'm sort of most of the way through the second case mm-hmm. right now, so I've still got a bit of play in it, I think. Okay. Um and also, the next game is one I haven't told you about. Okay. Well. Yeah, and, uh, I've seen this on. Think, I've seen this I on the outline. It says surprise. And so, is that like yeah. some new like? Uh, is that like an old GameCube game or something? Yeah, actually, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you might like it because uh, you've spoken about how it's one of your favorite GameCube okay, games. Okay. Well, yeah. Now you have me interested. Um, can you take a, take a guess at what oh, it might geez. be? Oh, um, No. Um, 
It's a game you've wanted me to play for a long time. Oh, jeez. I, I have no idea. I can't remember. I haven't played GameCube in forever. Um, okay. You uh, you actually mentioned this game last week with the um, Captain S crew. Jesus, dude. Just tell me. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's Resident Evil. Oh, okay. Okay, there you go. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. So I wasn't thinking of it as being... I was thinking more of it. it being an exclusive to the GameCube. And so I was trying to. Well, try it was. To, it was, but it's, it's it not. It was for anymore. a bit. What do you think? Have you? Ha- yeah. Is it not one of the greatest oh, games? I played it. I've, I finished the first chapter of oh. it. Um, and yeah, I'm quite impressed by it. The, the one thing that you guys are probably going to hit me about is that I was actually unimpressed by the graphics. Well, I, I can understand that now that you've been playing like games but, like Oblivion and things like that really? but I think if well yeah if, if you played it back when it first released I think you would have been extremely impressed with it because well it was... that's the thing because um, I'm, I'm still I'm still impressed by like loads of other GameCube games and Dreamcast games well now you're just being a compare bitch compare them to this yeah like just... how can you say that um, I think Resident Evil 4 I'm is I'm one of the graphic. best looking GameCube games what other GameCube games impress you graphically <laughs> I know um, you guys Billy Hatcher for this, but I think st- I think Star Fox Adventures has got better graphics than this. Uh, what? I've never played that. that. The graphics oh in Star goodness. Fox Adventures actually amazing. The game sucks, right. but the graphics are very smooth, very impressive. Well, okay, wait. What and, What uh, could you possibly say bad about the the graphics in Resident Evil? Okay. Well, okay. Tell me. <laughs> the, the gra- I'm not going. I'm not saying the graphics okay, are bad. Right. I'm just saying they're not anywhere near as good as I've seen in screenshots or anything okay. like that. For one thing, um, I think I think Leon looks amazing. <laughs> I think. As character-wise, he looks brilliant. You shouldn't admit that. All the other characters look really, um, really bland. They just look like grubby. They don't lash, but the detail of them is not okay. that great. And also, when I was running like through the town and stuff, like a little village at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. The, the, the buildings just look um, sort of um, like more muddy. At, like the at, textures at weren't, weren't very. Yeah, this this wasn't that. The textures weren't that as high as I was, I was thinking mm-hmm. they were going to be. Well, I I don't know. I think. So, I don't know. I, I when I first played it, I was amazed. But then again, I played it actually when you know right when it was released too, and so I don't know. I think the graphics hold up really well today. I I do too. Still. But I mean, the, that's the only well, thing I could think yeah. that why you wouldn't think the graphics were that amazing is is because you've been actually playing you know Xbox 360 for a year and a half or however how long it's been. Yeah, but. Like I say, I've, I've got loads of other games on the old systems which still okay. amaze me. And this, I, I, I'm not saying right. they're bad; they're good. Okay. They're it's definitely not as good as you thought they were going to be. Okay. Yeah, like even like screenshots I see today, they look more better, but like, more yeah. impressive. Okay, than well, okay, that's game. fair. What, okay, the gameplay is what sold me on the game, though. The graphics were were great. Oh, yeah. What do you what <laughs> do you have to say about the rest of the game? Yeah, the the actual game is a lot of fun. <laughs> Isn't the aren't one, those one old people so much more scary than the zombies though? I was actually going to say this game hasn't scared what? me yet. <laughs> Whereas the other Resident Evil scared the crap out of me in the first five it, minutes. This game hasn't scared. Wait, me what? Much. What's that one game that we were talking about that you got scared of and you wouldn't play it? Um, Not the, condemned. It was. It was. <laughs> oh, en- Enemy Zero on the Saturn. No, it was something that else one? that. <laughs> It was something ridiculous. It was something like uh, Legend of Zelda or something that you wouldn't play. <laughs> it was I can't remember what it is now. <laughs> but it's something that is just ridiculous, and he got scared of it. I can't remember what it was though. You, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Um, I can't think of the game I haven't 
I've refused to play apart from Condemned and Enemy Zero. No, I'm, I'm gonna have to think about it. I don't know. But I'll, it'll come to me. To be honest, though, Resident Evil Four didn't scare me at all whatsoever throughout the entirety really? of the game. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it 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 really didn't scare me. It was the game was much more action oriented, yeah. and yeah, I, don't know, I guess I guess it it puts you it gives you a better sense mm-hmm. of control. Like I I, I, guess. I don't. Because yeah. like the other Resident Evil games, you're mostly like running away right. from stuff and having to conserve ammo mm-hmm. all the time. This game, you could like basically run in and just shoot. Yeah, it was very want. generous with the yeah. amount of ammo. But the thing I think it wasn't more of um when I when I'm saying that I was scared by it, I don't think the 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 I guess the fear or whatever was more of um, just general like creepiness like the other games were. It was more of like anxiety um, from all the people coming at you or running at you or the. You know the the crazy ladies with the chainsaws, or you know the dude you know running at you with a chainsaw. It just was really stressful, and you know I was just so anxious when I played it. My you know my heart was beating the entire time just because I was getting chased by a mob of crazy Spaniards or whatever they were, and uh, they all wanted <laughs> yeah, to yeah, kill where, me. Where the hell is this actually meant to be? Do what? <laughs> do, do we actually know what? Yeah, it's in Europe, Europe someplace, someplace, but they're speaking it's some form Europe. of Spanish. Yeah, they speak Spanish. They right, speak okay. Spanish. Yeah, remind me not to go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, I can see how you could say that. I mean, when you have got like twenty or so people like running at you, it can be throwing a bit freaking freaky, axes and but, you know. Yeah, that, that's one thing I really forwards. like the fact that you can like shoot the axes out of that the air. That's awesome. Like when they throw them at you, you can actually shoot yeah. them out of the air, which I was quite impressed okay. by. But yeah, the gameplay is actually really good. I think just overall, I, I found it a lot. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun, but. It's very different to the other Resident Evil, so. I think it's a good thing. I hated. Yeah, the it was. The they old did such a good I think job. That's what they made them so mm. unique. The fact that the old ones okay. were like that. Um. Now. But, um. Oh, yeah. I hated that tank control. Okay, stuff. and I'm actually going to say that uh, I actually held up to my end of the bargain that I made last week. I said that if <laughs> yeah, oh, I really? said that if you were going to call Sega Racing Studios, then I would finally sit down and play Headhunter on the Dreamcast because you, you bought it for me and you shipped it to me which is extremely nice of you and so I finally sat down with it and I played it and I gotta say I really do like it um, it's a really fun yeah. game the graphics are really well done and I gotta say the, the, the videos the, the FMV scenes, the cutscenes were amazing you know they were just yeah. I, I've, you know, I think you can easily compare them to some of the you know of the the later you know generations games um, on the PS2, um, and they hold up well. The resolution wasn't you know up there with with some of them, but just the the artwork and this, the detail was there, and I thought that they did a good job with that. Yeah. Um, you know, but having said that, though, there was a lot of stuff in the game that I could just play and just it felt very outdated. Like when you're running down the halls and you're shooting people, there's actually no button that will allow you to reload your gun. You you have infinite bullets, but what sucks is that you can't reload your gun. So you have one of two choices: you can you know just kind of you know work within the confines of the the rules and the of the game where you know you you have a f- you know 15 bullets or whatever per per clip, and so you might you know spend 13 of those on you know a couple of um, enemies. And you only have two left for the next guy, and you have to wait. You have to shoot those, shoot them with those bullets, and you have to reload. Or um, you can just, you know, just continue to shoot and waste the clip, and then just reload automatically after that. Um, so yeah, 
See, I, I can't actually. I, for You're some typing reason, again, man. I remember there being a reload button. I hear you typing again. <laughs> yeah, stop Damn it. it. <laughs> yeah. You know what were you, you saying, Graham? Yeah, for some reason I can remember in, in my head. I remember there being a reload button. So, but There's maybe not. there wasn't because I did look through the manual again yeah. and you told me that. And and, I, no, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It didn't, didn't seem to bother me that much then, because it never it never came into my head that yeah, there's no it, reload button. So, How? no, no, no. You can reload your gun. What? It doesn't yeah, say that in the instruction book. I'm gonna have to go back and play it now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, I thought. That I don't know. <laughs> and well, the, another yeah. thing I wanted to say though too is that um, playing the game, the the like you said, Graham, your favorite parts are. Riding on the on the motorcycle throughout the city, oh, yeah. but what I wanted to do more than anything is I wanted to get off the damn motorcycle and you know walk around and explore yeah. a little bit, and you just can't do that. It, they've created this awesome yeah. world before Grand Theft Auto, you know, three came out, and before all these other sandbox style games came out, and Headhunter did this, but the thing is, they just restricted you to. The motorcycle. Yeah, it's not it's not a sandbox game. Yeah, the motorcycle segments were just there to get you from point A to point B. Yeah, uh, Headhunter was a really good game, but it's basically kind of like um, Metal Gear Solid Light with uh, a, a greater mm-hmm. emphasis on action. It's a yeah. pretty linear game. Yeah, like it doesn't give and you too the thing, much freedom. I just of I see so much promise of what they could have done with the game, and I'm not saying they did anything. You know, it, they did anything bad, but I think there was room there to expand the game into something much greater than what it ended up being. Um, well, you know what that? part of the problem was? Um, like, originally, when they were originally designing it, they actually had planned online races. Yeah, I re- remember so you like, telling um, me that. You could actually go online and race against people, and they were sort of planning um, actually getting off the bike and stuff and, like, walking around, like, just doing little things. Not like Grand Theft Auto, like, right. running around killing anyone. Just, like, you could do little things getting off the bike. However... It was quite late on in the Dreamcast life, as far as I remember, and they they started planning making the PS2 version as well. So they basically rushed uh. the game, even though the game is like the game feels great, mm-hmm. it feels quite finished. Then um, there's like certain bits, aspects of it you can tell they sort of cut out and okay. rushed a bit, which is part of the problem. So if I reckon if the Dreamcast hadn't like crapped out, or if they made it for the Xbox like originally or something like that, then we could have seen a bit more improvements but well there was a sequel right. for the yeah, Xbox and the PlayStation 2 that that was a bit <laughs> that was that's <laughs> how was, quite how was the sequel I never got to, a, to play the sequel was that any good did you guys play that yeah I've, I've played most, uh-huh. it's a good fun game but it's actually oh, quite really? different I think there's less yeah it's there's less emphasis on the stealth different. I find like, you can still do sort of stealthy yeah. attacks but I found that I could literally just run into a room with a machine gun and just blast everyone it's mm. a lot easier yeah that's that's pretty okay. true so okay, so yeah. uh, my favorite part of that game though is the soundtrack composed by Richard Jackus when he was still at oh, Sega yeah. Europe. So I have no idea who that is. <laughs> what good. what what kind of work has he done? Maybe <laughs> what have we seen him on before? He uh, he composed the Saturn soundtracks for Sonic 3D Blast and uh, Sonic R. Uh, yeah, he he worked at Sega Europe for a while. He's done some tracks for Jet Set Radio. Oh, that was a good Metropolis one. Okay. Street Racer, yeah. Daytona USA, and yeah. Outrun Two. He's he's a really yeah. He's pretty cool. That's what actually what me and Graham were yeah. talking about the uh, other day is um, Sonic 3D Blast. I think it kind of gets a bad rap, um, but I think it's a pretty fun game. I think it's pretty damn good. Yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah, it's decent fun. Uh, actually, my favorite part of the game is the special stages uh, and the second yeah. version at least because 
I think those special stages are the best in mm-hmm. any Sonic Definitely. game ever. Good stuff. They're, they're just ridiculous. <laughs> I, I think the overall game's fun. It's just such a such a, a difference. You know, it, it it's so different from any other Sonic game that we've seen that you know that isometric view like that. Yeah. Um, and I think it, it worked pretty well. Um, the, you could never. It's it, the only thing you, you couldn't get the you know the the full speed going and you know just bursting through levels. You never got that in it. Is it was almost more of a, a an adventure game almost rather than just the, the traditional yeah um, I see that. Sa- Sonic um, game when you just blast through levels. So you're almost like you know you have to go find different animals and uh, you know you have to collect them all. Then you have to go into the the ring and put them all in there and then you go to the next level. So it's kind of you're more, kind of exploring throughout the level. Um, but it, it was actually pretty fun. I liked it. Um, so. But yeah. uh, next up, though, we have Nathan. What have you been playing this week, man? I, I hear that uh, a new uh, PS2 game that you've been playing. Yeah, God of War 2. It's uh, gosh, I s- okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's uh, simultaneously one of the um, best PlayStation 2 games I've ever played, and also one of the most frustrating games I've ever played. Period. Oh, really? How so? It's just, <laughs> um, it's just really, really challenging at points. Let's put it that way. What, do you is it actually hard or do you do you find it as being cheap or do you think it's legitimately oh, just a no hard no game? no the game is never cheap like the game okay. is really really well designed it's, it's possibly one of the best designed games in the last year or so uh, it just amazes me in every aspect really like it's uh, it's the best looking PlayStation two game I think um, it just looks absolutely beautiful um, it, the music is really good the gameplay is awesome. And mm-hmm. for all of its excessive violence and <laughs> nudity, and it's just you gotta love that. It's it's decadent, but it's it's it fits, it works, and it's okay. just a ton of fun. And yeah, every time I die is because <laughs> I sucked or I did something <laughs> stupid. Right. Well, that that's that's good. Though. Can I can I ask what's the story? Uh, like? Did you ever play the first God of War? I don't know because I don't. Me, I, I did. Got a <laughs> I, I, I actually played, um, you know, about halfway through the the first game. But go ahead and yeah. kind of explain. To so it. the story is Kratos. He's this Spartan warrior. He's like the greatest warrior that ever lived, or something. And um, he's in a he's in a battle with the barbarians, and he's about to lose. And so he he sells his soul to Ares, the god of war. It's a bunch of Greek mythology. The entire series revolves around it. So. He sells his soul to the god of war, and uh, he he gets granted all these powers, and he goes and kills all this stuff. And I don't remember all the details of the first game, but basically he goes and kills Ares, the god of war, and becomes the new god of war. And that's when the first game ends. And so the second game starts with you're the god of war. Yeah, and then you get betrayed by Zeus, the king of the gods. And so you spend, or yeah, the whole point of this game is to um, find the sisters of fate so that you can. Um, I don't know exactly, change time or something, go back to the point where Zeus betrays you and um, kill him or something. Jeez. So you want to kill the king oh, of the that gods. That sounds pretty yeah, good. And it's, it's really badass the entire way through. Kratos is just the ultimate badass. And he doesn't have his like, little chains. extremely pissed like, off. Swords anymore either. No, he still does. He gets them. Oh, yeah, he does? He, uh, he gets them back. Like, It's kind of like um, a Metroid game, I guess, in that you know, you start out a Metroid game with all your stuff and then right. some plot contrivance happens and it strips you of all your powers so you start over oh, you start over again like bare bones 
That's so. the most frustrating oh, part in any game to play like the first level, <laughs> and you have all these awesome powers, and you're like, "Oh, wait a second, no, you don't, buddy." Yeah, <laughs> you have to start all the way back at the beginning. Basically, that's how it works. But you get all these cool new abilities at a really steady pace, and the level, the stage design is just really, really well done, and it's paced pretty well, so it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. God of War Two is awesome. Awesome. I'm, I'm actually going to be picking up a, a PS2 cool. again. Um, I'm I'm still de- debating on whether I want to go ahead and just pick up a PS3 or just for the time being until um, some games come out on the PS3 that I really want, just picking up a PS2 again. That way I can play um, God of War and Shining Force Exo when it comes in too. So uh, whatever it's going to be in about a week, I'm going to make that choice. So uh, I'll either have a, a, a new PS3 or an old school PS2. So we'll see. Can I, can I just make a comment? Yeah, go for it. Oh. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, I think you should get a PlayStation 3. You think so? Yeah. Simply because apparently, apparently, um, you know in Europe the PlayStation 3 is having less backwards compatibility? Yeah. Apparently in America, the next, back, like next year or something, early next year, when they start chucking out PlayStation 3s, they're going to start doing that as well for the, U, uh, the US and really? Japan. Really? Yeah, I so, was going to make that uh, exact same It point. could be that you... So they're actually going to yeah, okay. downgrade the, the, well, the PS3. It hasn't though. been confirmed, but they probably will in the favor of um, saving costs. Yeah, I, I've heard sort of, I've heard sort of reports that that's what they're looking wow. at right now, simply because Sony are losing so much money with the PlayStation mm-hmm. Three. But it's annoying because they're actually going to keep the price exactly the same for us. See, that's what I was oh, going to say. Well, then yeah. it, I could, I can understand that as a consumer. Um, if they're going to cut the price, then that I might be able to make that sacrifice. But if if they're going to just be pocketing. The extra cash that they get—that's that's not good. Well, you say pocket, but they're not actually making any. <laughs> yeah, they'll just be the losing less. Right. Okay, giving out less money or losing less. <laughs> how would we say that? Um, yeah. I can understand them wanting to do that, but um, I think that whole business model to begin with is something they should have, you know, figured out a long time ago. Yeah. Now they're trying well, to cut all these. Yeah, costs. I mean, I think everybody, all the current um, platforms, overestimated how important. Um, backwards compatibility was to everyone, which is to say, not that important. Yeah. You think so? I mean, Although, for like, oh, I think a lot of people would be trading in their PlayStation Twos to get a PlayStation Three, yeah. to like to cut the cost right. down a little bit. Yeah, and that's true. If they if they're not going to ha- be able to play their old PlayStation Two games, then it's going to be a bit annoying. Yeah. yeah. If you look at it though, like the 360, they've they've like pretty much altogether stopped working on the backwards compatibility updates, which sucks a lot. But yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. Um, okay. And Sony's gonna yeah, go the I've same still got route. My old Xbox, though, so. They uh, their play their backwards compatibility on the PlayStation Three without that chip is all gonna be software based, just like the 360. Yeah. So that means we'd have to wait on updates and whatever, just like that. But the thing is, I I heard that apparently they were not gonna be able to do the update like update thing like the Xbox because simply because the main fact is that the chipset they're using is completely inferior or something because. Is it? Uh, no, I'm. I mean, they, I'm sure the PlayStation use, um, Three has enough raw power to emulate it. No, there's um. What's it? What's it called? The Emotion Engine on the PlayStation Two is completely unique or something. This is what okay. I heard. Apparently, it's like unique, and which is what makes the PlayStation Two um so good. <laughs> because really. there's emotion. Even oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that's 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 why the games aren't going to be compatible okay. anymore because um they're taking out the Emotion Engine mm-hmm. chipset and they're putting in a completely different chipset chipset and it's going to be um completely inferior to the emotion engine which is why only like 50% of the games can actually well, work that's, on it that's why the, the, main the, the Xbox run. 360 has to um, do everything software side they can't just you know c- because their their processors and their GPUs different or f- this is from what yeah. I've read 
Um, and yeah, that's why they're having to do it. Just software emulation versus. Yeah, I'm sure that hardware. they could. I'm sure that there's a way they can emulate the games. So okay, the well, if they question can is actually, if yeah, they will. Exactly, if, if they want to actually spend yeah, the time. Yeah, that's true. But the thing is, though, you have to look at though. Look what Sony's done with the PSP. They've they've supported it, um, and come out with so many great updates for the PSP that I don't think anyone. Um, if if they would have you know guessed before it came out, I don't think anyone would have guessed the amount of support that Sony was going to have for the PSP. Um, I mean, just think about what the PSP offered at the very beginning when it was first released, and look at what it can do now. Um, you know, just from you know you're, you're browsing the web, you know you can you know do you just do all sorts of different and cool things with the, the PSP now that you couldn't do at you the can beginning. Play PlayStation games. <laughs> yeah, you can play PlayStation games. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, so we'll we'll see. Um, hopefully, um, Sony won't screw us over with that, and I don't know. So it, it looks no, like maybe I, I might have to end up getting a PS3 then. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's get out from that a little bit. And Graham, um, tell us about the contest. This, um, I know that um, there, we've had a little bit of change in plans. Can you just kind of explain to everyone what those are. Okay. Yeah. Um, basically, we're going to keep the contest running for at least one more week. Um, we've had quite a few entries, but um, I think we okay. can have more, personally. I think, for, w- for what we've had, we've had some good entries, and we've had some actually quite <laughs> bad entries. <laughs> um, I think one guy got, like, 14 out of um, the four oh, score. No. 14 marks. Okay. I think the, score, the score's out of 59. There, there is also another change to the contest slightly. One of the questions is oh, wrong. Oh, that's right. Um, there's a bit of a mix-up between me and Chris when I, I gave him the questions. He... Um, he forgot to put up one of it's the It's not my fault, Dan. It's your fault. Don't blame me. <laughs> okay, let's, let's just blame it on me. Okay? That's, yeah. that's the easy way out of here. But, yeah, basically, so we're not going to add, add in an extra option. We're not going to change the question. We're just going to cut out that answer. Yeah. So no one's going to be able to answer mm. correctly. That That's going to be... Uh, what would you do, anyway. though, if someone did answer so, it correctly? I'd be very <laughs> impressed. <laughs> um, okay, if if they know. didn't hear last week, tell them what what they can win, and tell them what they have to do for the contest. Okay, yeah. Um, what you can win is um, eleven uh, Sega PC okay. titles. Um, do you want me to Please. run through them all again? Okay, we have um, we have quite a, f- a few old ones and some new PC titles here. We've got Sonic 3D, which we were speaking about earlier. Oh, um, yep. Sonic Heroes, Sonic Adventure DX, Virtual Fighter 2, Panzer Dragoon. Worms, Worms Forts, Crazy Taxi, um, Immortal Cities, Children of the Nile, Rome, Total War, and Condemned. And, That's a, uh, I, I love that list. Yeah, That's a, some really great games. I, I applaud you for p- yeah, you putting I, I, I that, like to think that. Um, together. I think that's a lot better than just the single game, uh, single uh, Sonic and the Secret Rings that we gave away last week. Um, Condemned <laughs> is by yeah. far the, the best game on that list for me. Great game. Yeah, I'd and, like and to say that. I, I haven't played Immortal Cities or Rome Total War, but I hear they're yeah. really good. Yeah, so as well. tell them what they have to do then. Okay, to do what you have to do is um, we posted up a link to a, que- yeah. a quiz um, for in the last week's Nerdcast. It'll be in the outline. post this week as well and, uh, in, the, in, the, in the show notes. Okay, great, that's good. So they they know what mm-hmm. they know what to do. Yeah, so basically you click on it, you'll download a little word document, and um, you just answer the questions. Then um, either email me or Chris. Or okay. PM us in the um, my email address. Uh, it's Chris at SegaNerds.com and Graham at SegaNerds.com. So you can email it to both of us, either one of us, just you know, whichever one you like better. Yeah. Or you can, or you can. PM yeah, on the forums. So. So do that. Yeah, 
and just PM us through your answer. You don't have to like have the whole question laid out. Just literally put like one, two, three, four, and then like next to it, just put like the answer, like Sonic or whatever the okay. answer might be. So um, yeah, and then we'll mark it. And then next by next week's Nerdcast, we should have yeah, a, a winner definitely. announced. Okay, awesome. All right, it's okay. about time to put this baby to bed. But real quick, I just want to go over a little bit of um, um, some some sites um, news, I guess you could say. Uh, we're doing a little bit of things on the site. Uh, one actually. Um, change and addition that we're going to make uh, to the Nerdcast is every week from here on out, every Monday around that time, we're going to be putting up a new poll in the Sega Nerd sidebar on our main site, and what we'll do is we'll have about five or six different uh, classic Sega games um, in the poll, and we're going to let our readers vote on what game they want the Sega Nerds team uh, to talk about and and play that week, and we're going to, whatever one wins we're going to play it throughout the week and then we'll talk about it on the next Nerdcast, so it's you know we're just trying to um, get some of our listeners in on on the Nerdcast a little bit, and uh, so you guys will be able to actually um, choose what game you want us to talk about. So hopefully um, you'll like that. And uh, our current Sega poll, uh, we asked you what would you like uh, the Sega Nerds team to improve on, um, and we chose uh, there, there's five different uh, questions on that or. Um, um, answer choices. Uh, one is uh, better Sega news coverage, uh, more reviews about older games, more fan participation, more exclusive features or content, and just better overall writing style and grammar. Um, now, first off, for, for with 33% in leading is better Sega news coverage. So it looks like we need to uh, to start writing better um, on that. Um, <laughs> however, the good thing is though, no one voted on overall writing style and grammar, so apparently uh, people are kind of pleased with uh, our writing so that's that's not too bad yeah that's good to i hear. think that yeah it's <laughs> definitely good news for us um so there you go um hopefully we'll have another exciting week like we had this week maybe we can uh, finally get that confirmation on the night's game possibly maybe we'll see so uh hope you guys have a good week hopefully your cars don't break down like mine and hopefully you don't get demoted like grand take it easy fellas 